We are not heroes, nor are we villains. Neither kings nor magicians, but we can tell you their stories. We are the Lore Keepers, and we welcome you to Halloween. Welcome to Halume. This is Junior. Lorekeepers. Wait, go ahead. This is Lorekeepers, the Junior. Junior. Okay. The Junior Renowned Podcasting Junior, wherein the juniorist tapestry of lore in junior history is juniored into being before you're very junior. Dude, it's not even early. Like, it's not even late enough in us recording these that anybody's going to know what the junior is supposed to stand in for there. That's Junior, and I'm Carter. And whether, and whether you're junior and juniors, excuse me. And whether you melt juniors in volcanoes, oh god, burn juniors to usurp the carrion throne, or junior on your gray warden to junior, junior while by our fire, oh weary junior, and let us weave you a junior. This half fortnight, we're junioring about junior. But before we get into that, no, before we get into that, we're getting into it now. Yeah, we're doing it. We, we had enough time uh, to record a little Lore Keepers Jr. And we were trying to get ahead on uh, it's been it's been kind of pretty hand to mouth for the last uh, f- like few months at this point with Lore Keepers. Um, so, yeah, uh, at the end of the last recording, um, Carter had such a good fucking idea for a, uh, like a concept. And we were going to do a different episode about districts. But instead, Carter, what are we going to be talking about uh, today? So again, this comes to me from an anime. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna talk about what happens in that anime, or. Uh, but heavy spoilers to whatever this anime is, probably. No, actually, it's oddly. Yeah, I mean, somewhat, but oddly enough, it's like it's slightly different, and it actually is the same anime I was referencing last episode. Wait, really? <laughs> yeah. Which okay. What was that? Uh, the swordsman. Remember the swordsman who could cut the. <laughs> That was referencing an anime. Is this that uh that samurai one? There's like nope, samurai champloo nope, or whatever. No, nope, no, nope. because it, it no no no. I'm not gonna no, say what anime no, it is. No, not on no, not on no, not no. on the air. And so basically, the idea is: what if there is this greatest this great treasure hunter who started very young, and so he got this like legendary tale told about him about his exploits. And by, so by the time, and you know, by the time he's like 60, this tale has been told for like 40 years. And he's done such yeah. cool and daring things and discovered such legendary artifacts that there are all these different tales all starring him. And so he now has a protege, which is himself, but as <laughs> a retelling. That is, a, yeah. So the idea was basically like, as we mentioned with Tidelings last, uh, last episode, um, this idea that, uh, you know, you are retelling these stories of, uh, yeah, either either you're calling forth, you know, sort of the spirit of somebody who closely matches or, yeah, you're creating retelling where it's like kind of synthesizing out of air. A well, out of magic, really, uh, a person who doesn't actually exist. Um, 
And so, yeah, basically it'd be, it's the idea of like, what if Indiana Jones, but on the high seas and uh, his like story is well known enough and renowned and told enough that, or, or versions of it where eventually at some point there are a few, like they're basically like his children or like little baby versions of himself that are in like <laughs> versions of him. And he's like, I don't, these aren't my kids. I don't, they belong in a museum. Um, but no, <laughs> uh, just like little, little Harrison Ford's running around or Harrison Ford knockoffs that are running around trying to do like treasure hunting and shit. And most of them are tidelings that don't like last for very long, or they're sort of versions of other treasure hunters or, but his, uh, uh, acts, his discoveries and things have inspired or, or, you know, given people like who want to riff on that, the fuel to build their own stories that then create these tidelings and sometimes retellings. And so, yeah, at some point, instead of creating a tidling, this actually does create a retelling that sticks around and it's not going away. And I'm totally just imagining like one day he's at one of those um, submerged bars, you know, uh, where like people put nicotine patches on their on their bodies or whatever to get high. Um, yeah, which is really, and, they quit, like they're just shoving like puffer fish up their asses. But keep and he's yeah, and he's hanging out and there's only like there's only a few people from the surface uh, and he sees another like young adventurer who's like, hmm, you know, like maybe I can, you know, maybe I can get this, uh, you know, or gets in a bar fight or whatever, you know, something. And uh, he's like helping to like, you know, clean this kid up and realizes that this kid is basically like, you know, it's like Nate, Nathan Drake meets young Nathan Drake. <laughs> essentially <laughs> so he's he's like trying to help clean him up or whatever and he's like wow this kid has no idea what he's doing he needs a he needs a mentor to guide him and over the next few days uh slash weeks he comes to realize that after they pull off a few jobs and like start doing some treasure hunting and i don't know fight some pirates or whatever he starts to realize oh shit wait is this fucking me <laughs> Like, is this, is this supposed to be a riff on me? This kid turns out he's a retelling because he's starting to remember things about himself. But he but the things that he's remembering are things about myself that I never told anybody. What the fuck is going on? Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Have I just have I just meant started to mentor myself? This, this reminds it sounds me like of... what's uh what's the guy who wrote Predestination? I don't know. He's the he's the fascist science giant. He's one of the he's one of the big like science fiction writers. He wrote Starship Troopers. Oh fuck. Who wrote Starship Troopers? This is going to bug me. Robert A Heinlein? Oh, Heinlein. Yeah, this Heinlein. is Heinlein. Heinlein was really into self-cest and like weird versions of incest where it's not right. technically incest, but it is through science fiction means like you either have sex with yourself in the past, but yourself is like, I don't know. It's weird. I don't know why he was so into it, but he wrote about it a lot. So kind of makes me think of that. Like Heinlein would be into this sort (laughs) of, I think we should quickly draw away from that and go to the media. I was thinking of, which is, have you ever seen the film looper? Sure. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Yeah, Looper's good, Dude, that's, uh, that's, that's what's his name. He did, uh, he did last Jedi. No, I mean the director, though. Did Knives Out and Last Jedi. Oh, Robert... Ro- no, Ryan. Ryan Johnson. Yeah, Ryan Johnson. I like him. It was one of his first big breakouts. I think he also did Brick. Is that also Ryan Johnson? I don't know. But in any case, uh, 
I'm referring to the scene where Bruce Willis is talking to his younger self. Mm-hmm. And uh, the guy's like, well, how does this work? Like, how, how can we be talking? And then Bruce Willis is like, look, we could fucking make some sort of weird diagram out of these goddamn straws and figure, you know, and just be cut 20 times more lost than we already are. Just fucking deal with it. All right. It's happening. <laughs> it's such a Bruce Willis way of, uh, or at least his character's way of like dealing with this shit. And also that's absolutely what's going on here is like, I'm not going to try and uh, I'm not going to try and figure out, you know, yeah, what exactly this means. Look, do you want my help to, you know, you're you and I'm me. Do you want to help with this job or not? Or do you want to get lost and, uh, and, and, uh, you know, this guy, you know, this, this young, fresh kid owes pirates a shit ton of money or something like that. And, uh, he's like, look, do you want me to help you out or not? Yeah, this totally like gives me, honestly, it really does give me mad Nathan Drake vibes more than Indiana Jones. And I'm not sure why that is. Nathan Drake is just like a, a younger, less like problematic, problematically womanizing version of Indiana Jones. I mean, yes, but also a lot more murderous. <laughs> it's true. He kills a lot more people, but that's that's more OK than womanizing, apparently. And also a lot of the people that Indiana Jones kills are Nazis. Like that is true. most mostly are actually Nazis. There's a lot of Nazis of, in that world. Yeah, I don't know why. Why was why was there so many Nazis? Wait, wasn't <laughs> dude, wasn't even the, the, the fourth movie, The Crystal Skull, wasn't that also Nazis still? But I it was like Nazis it was. in South America. Yeah. What the hell? What is George Lucas has got? I mean, I get it. He's got a Nazi. I book. get it. But it's really weird like that. Why would you be focusing specifically on I don't know. I guess because they're easy bad guys. Yeah, easy bad guys to kill. And people don't feel bad about it because they're Nazis. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, so what else? Okay, so where do we go from here? It's a pretty, it's a pretty fun idea. Good premise. I don't know. Do we want to talk about some of the stories of like what they get into or something? Who is, yeah, who, do, should we, do we want to know more about this, uh, this treasure hunter? We should come up with a cool name for him. Also, uh, is it a him or a her or a them? I, do, I think we need to roll, Frank. <laughs> All right. Uh, you want to roll Stick a, a die up your ass and you know, do, roll around and see what it comes out as. I guess I'll here. I'll roll. What are you clicking all, all the time on here? I, I have solitaire up. <laughs> is it solid? Is it solitaire or is it magic? It's solitaire. Why are you playing solitaire? It helps me. Is it, it helps you think. OK, mm -hmm. yeah, I was wondering. I was hearing I like do a this. ton of clicking before. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If it comes out the audio, I, I won't do it again. But it's just I do this in class where it helps me listen. Gotcha. Yeah, because I don't feel bad about that. Like I think this. if it was if it was magic, I think I'd feel a little differently because it means you're actually having to like, think. you know, yeah, solitaire's fine. Yeah, no, this is solitaire. This is mindless. So it's actually a them. I rolled right. a D8. It was an eight. So to them we and it. they so yeah they create a version there there's like a very there's a version of themselves um i don't know yeah i mean do we want to attach it to some big artifact that's actually like really impactful is that why they're such a like a notorious figure what is the artifact that they discovered what's the first thing that like made them really a big deal or i mean you know because maybe it's not the first thing that they discovered but it was a fr the first thing that they ran into 
and uh, and like sold off and started a whole. I mean, it could have been an arms race or it could have been like a kingdom that either became very wealthy or disappeared or both or, you know. I think that they like. I think they've probably found like a couple of pretty like important artifacts. But I think one mm-hmm. of the biggest thing they did that earned them their legends was that they basically were diving at one of the like shittier places. And this is what kind of made them. Mm-hmm. And they like went deeper than anyone else had gone into this place. And like, you know, you know, did what you did where you uh, remember when you were hanging down that ledge and you're like, I could drop into this thing and then never be able to get back up. Wait, I Remember did this? That? Yeah. You didn't drop. You chose to climb back up. Oh, yeah, in Istanbul. I In Istanbul. Right, right, right. Yes, of being like, yes, I could drop down here. I I would not be able to get back up this way. I could also seriously injure myself, but if I did, I could end up in a totally different part of the caves and I could like continue to move through the rooms. I might end up on the far side of this town meaning I'd have to walk all the way around the town, which could take an hour and a half instead of just cutting straight back through, which would take like 10 minutes. Yeah, but this guy, this person would have done the drop. They would have. Yeah, he, he did the drop. And they then, did the drop. I apologize. Uh, they did the drop and they like cracked open with their tr- handy dandy crowbar. A like ancient vault filled with gubbins. What what are gubbins? Uh, a variety of things. Okay, but good like stuff. I mean, so they found the good stuff. But that's what I'm curious about. So yeah, they 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 did this thing. But like, what is the story? Let's let's come up with something. Let's cr- attach a story here. Let's say they like discovered something that I don't know. First of all, did it affect Everest or a different country or continent that like we have yet to talk about? Is it something that went to Orun? Is it something that affected a ley line tower or uh, that a necromancer or like a big like lich or archmage or something was after or a king or queen or something? Also, I'm uh, currently currently trying to come up with a name. I'm looking at my demos here. Got it. OK. OK, Frank. They they found. What about Ostovix? Ostovix. Yeah. Just Ostovix. It goes by Oz, though. Yeah. Just call me Oz. <laughs> Uh, so Oz full name is Ostovix. I think Oz found a That's actually a great name because then you can do Ozzy as well, yes. which is uh, uh you know like the the shithead crewmate. He's like, "Oh, come on, Ozzy." He's all uh, the, he's always working with Ozzy. All right, Frank. I think I think So first of all, found... dived, right? Like dived and maybe found actually a dry spot. Maybe they actually like got Ooh. up and under and there was like because of an air bubble and they found an entire, you know, I, I think they found like a room quarter of, of stuff. Yeah, in uh, maybe an entire quarter of a of a city that was like under a magical bubble where like water was above it and below it, but like the only way in was through this. And they were just like pillaging the entire town. You know, maybe the bubble collapses afterwards or something. But yeah, they find they find some treasures in this uh, in a room. What did they find? So I think they found what made the bubble. Okay, yes, definitely. Boom. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. I think they <gasps> found... Hmm? Keep going. They found a pre-Ash Curse map. Okay. And I think there's something special. Yeah. Prank. Yeah, and you know what? 
it's probably a pre-ash curse map that got partially destroyed when the bubble collapsed and they uh, only have a fragment of it that's left and the rest of it is in their memory. And so sometimes some people are actually retelling their story because they're legendary and also for other reasons I had an idea, but also the other reason is because they're hoping that they can find there are there are uh, sages who are retelling their story so that they can hope that they have somebody they can find eventually who will be able to tell them what was on the uh, rest of the map. Because maybe Oz won't tell people. Maybe there's a reason why they won't tell people. Like, uh, it's something horrible, you know? Interesting. I also think they found... Well, what else? Well, you think of that. Can I throw out an idea yes. about the bubble? Yes. M- maybe they actually were able to recover the bubble or the artifact that created the bubble. And they solve some sort of Sudoku puzzle. <laughs> Sudoku puzzle. They solve some sort of a uh, social problem where people were trying to expand uh, into areas beneath the, or, or like they didn't have enough land or something. And to yeah. solve a, a political dispute, it was decided that they would give some outlanders some of the land of of the of the merfolk or something like one of the one of the plateaus the submerged plateaus and so they actually acquired this relic or for whatever reason oz decided to give it to them to say like hey you asked for this piece of land and i promise you you'll be able to work it and stuff and mm-hmm. then they created a dry bubble and a, a, like a town with homesteads and stuff in like that is dry on the bed and started cultivating that land for like uh, uh stuff and then maybe what happens from there is, is a they're responsible for that that's fucking huge and has like a huge political impact maybe the uh, piece of land is big enough to to house like a couple hundred people and then a few decades later in their life like closer to their 60s and stuff it's actually gaining attraction because somebody figured out how to reverse engineer a part of that uh, technology and create much smaller versions of those same bubbles so that there's like uh, occasionally pop-ups of like different farms and stuff that are starting to grow in one area and now it's become like this whole political issue where like it's actually providing refugees some land and like they can kind of make space for themselves but also like the merfolk probably aren't hugely uh, fond of uh, uh, of Oz because because they like totally you know fucked with their their own land and stuff I don't know. There's, I think there could be some real fun play there. I think that they have a necklace. Yeah? And there are many stories told about the necklace, and Oz claims that all of them are true, which is impossible because half the stories contradict each other. Yep, and when you get them drunk enough, uh, they claim that, the, uh, that, that none of the stories are true and that they're all bullshit. But they can't both be. They, like there are some things that are impossible because people have seen them happen or yeah, like there's just a lot of mystery around this necklace. I like that. Yeah. And I think that's a part of their like gimmick is they always have this necklace on. Mm-hmm. Maybe they have like a, bo- a, a boiler hat or something. A boiler hat? Is that what you're trying to say? A boiler hat? Yeah, you hat? have the like the like weird, very like tall orb hats with the little brim. That you wear in like the the eighteen nineties. 
Are you talking about like what Wayne wears in in Alloy of Law? Uh, I don't know what his hat is. I'll be honest. He wears a bowler. If he wears a bowler, then that's it. Yeah. 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 That's it. Bowler hat. That's the one. Okay. Yeah. You said boiler. <laughs> I was like, is this a thing about water? Yeah. I don't like, know. Because they're under sea or whatever. They're wearing a hat that's also a boiler. I don't a know. A boiler hat. A boiler hat. I think that probably calls it. I think we have a uh, we have uh, Indiana Jones like named Ostevix, which I al- already like Ostevix a as a character. I think like could have a lot of fun with them. They have their own protege who is them, who maybe just goes by like Tivy or Vix or something. Maybe like, Vix. Yeah. Yeah. Ozzy Vix. and Vix. Yeah. Ozzy and Vix. And it's really the same person. Uh, <laughs> just makes it work. More confusing. Um, and then. Yeah, and they discover this. Uh, uh, and we also threw in there some, uh, you know, some some land claim dispute politics uh, about, you know, colonial yeah, colonizers. Throwing it, throwing it back to Israeli-Palestine conflict. Great. Oh, God. Uh, nope, that's where we end it. Uh, we always end it on the worst possible note. So uh, uh, thanks for letting us uh, be your, well, kind of your escape. <laughs> If you forgot your worries and you want to make others forgetful, we're on every podcasting service known to humankind. So don't be greedy. Share us with your friends. Did we discuss something that was confusing as hell? Like boiler hats? Of course we did. But chances are that there's some context in the podcast description. So go there. You can also explore the subreddit or reach us at the Lawyer Keepers on Twitter or email us at lawyerkeeperspodcast at gmail.com for questions or things you'd like to hear in future episodes. And Josh Silker did the intro land of yours. Thanks for that, Josh. Yep, thanks, Josh. Until next time, don't forget, there are always more hats to boil. Oz to Vix? Oz to Vix. Bye. I mean, all right, bye. <laughs> all right, friend. All right. I, I loved, you know how I love complaining to you about the Plex. Yeah, has it been really weird and slow? No, no, it's been working fine. It's just like, for some reason, like one, you uploaded so much fucking Dragon Ball Z. That terrible mistake. Whose fault is that? Whose fucking fault? I asked for a very specific thing when I submitted I the gave form. you Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Z Kai. I gave you all the movies. Dude, I got you what you wanted, okay? A- apparently, I didn't want any GT movies. You can throw those in the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> it's now 50% of the anime movies tab is just Dragon Ball movies. But it's like it's like 80 it's like 80% it was 80% Studio Ghibli. Uh yeah, now it's about 40% Studio Ghibli. I think there's like two or three other movies on there in addition and then it's just Dragon Ball Z. So I think there's, there's it's Akira, weird. Dragon Ball Z, and just shit ton of Dragon Ball Z. Some My Neighbor Totoro and a couple others, and then I think the disappearance of Haruhi Zuzumiya, which is just the OVA yeah. at the end. of Anyways, whatever. What's up? Also, you got Super, which I didn't ask for, which I'm happy about. Super, but, yeah. Dragon Ball Z Super is the new Dragon Ball Z. It's Dragon I Ball thought Super. that's what you were asking for. I, I didn't ask for it, but I'm happy to have it. Okay. But what I'm what I have the problem with, Frank, is that I wanted I wanted I really only wanted Kai. Okay. I'm happy to have all this other stuff. And there's only season two of Kai. What? Yeah, like I'm looking at it right now. There's 26 episodes. You're kidding.
And what's All right, weird, I'll, I'll find it. I'll figure out what's going on there. Okay, good. Because it is weird because it's also, even though it says it's season two, but it's also like, like for some reason, about Majin Buu, which is like the last arc of the show. I can't be seasoned. Are, are the episodes being mislabeled too? Like when you look at the episode description, is it the same thing as the as what's actually happening? Um, I think because it is. It might they might have gotten mislabeled. You don't, I, it you don't think like that it was mislabeled correctly. OK, well, then that then that arc is whatever arc is season two, because I mean, it's just that's just how it's. It's categorized, but yeah, I will. <laughs> I will make sure that all the rest of it is in there. Um, that's frustrating, uh, but also mostly for me. Frustrating for me. I mean, they it, go it through all slightly... that work, and it just ends up being all the wrong yeah. stuff. It's mostly frustrating for you, but I was also slightly frustrated. So I, <laughs> I share it in with, some part. Why don't you just start with normal ass Dragon Ball and work your way up? I, that's then, what I'm uh, doing. But I'd rather oh just watch God. Kai because because Kai is, is just better. All right. It, it, well. I will, Kai's I'll just get, slightly differently animated and has all the filler cut out. Okay, I'll I'll get uh, I'll get Kai up there. Yeah, but I've, I've already I've already started. In terms is that your recommendation for uh, where where we should where I should start if I ever started Dragon Ball? Would be Dragon Ball oh, Z Kai. Definitely Dragon Ball Z Kai because Dragon Ball Z Kai is just the original series, uh, slightly reanimated with a few lines different, and mm-hmm. well, it was like I think there's like. 80 less episodes because they just cut out all the filler. Oh, sure, awesome. sure, sure. Yeah, that, that is why I will never watch a, a, a show like One Piece or Naruto. Like, <laughs> yeah, I just like 70% of the episodes are not actually relevant. I mean, that stuff just exists solely because of a very weird publishing and copywriting sis- situation in Japan where, like, you can't, I don't think you can actually create IP that's copyrightable under their laws or something. I don't know. It's weird. There's a reason why anime uh, and, and manga is so easy to find online for free or cheap. Mostly just for free. You can read pretty much anything. And it's because the laws aren't actionable in the same way. It's also why Japanese TV is of a much lower caliber and quality is because there's basically no money in it because uh, you don't actually get, I don't know, copyright laws weird there. Anyways. Um, yeah, no, I, I will never watch a one piece or whatever, because it just I think anything that's shown in like that is is just not really. Yeah, you get six, you get six or eight hundred episodes or a thousand episodes or whatever, and it's just like not much has happened. They're still like it's less than a year has passed or whatever in a thousand episodes. What can you even fit into a year, you know? Yeah, really, if you ever wanted to try and watch Rainbow Z. I would recommend Kai, but if you really want to go for it, Team Four Star on YouTube made Dragon Ball Z abridged, which is like each episode they condense into four minutes. Wow. And it's a um, bit, they, they redo all the lines and it's fucking hilarious. Oh, is it like Yu-Gi-Oh! The Abridged series? But it's, it's, exa- uh, it's exactly okay, like that. Gotcha. It's exactly. Whatever like that. happened to that? Did that guy continue doing that? I watched I a lot of it. I think that's Team Four Star. Oh, is that the same guys? Yeah. And they began okay. with Dragon Ball Z Bridge. That's why they're Team Four Star. It's a four star Dragon Ball. Oh, okay. Yeah, Yu Gi Oh! The Abridged series is very funny. Oh, yeah. It's the same with Dragon Ball Z Bridged. It's great. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, let's, get, let's get going. It's been seven minutes. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> you're, you're starting us. 